Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, so Oakmont Bakery dropped off Mason Rudolph cupcakes last Friday, and I ate one right before I jumped on the air. It was fresh. It was really good. Mm-hmm. There were two left over in their packaging. I just ate another one. You still, ate the other one? Still very good. I ate one. Oh. You can have the other one, but you might not want to after I'm about to say what I'm about to say. Okay. Still tasted just as good as it did on Friday. I don't know that icing and chocolate and cake should be sitting out for a full weekend. If it's in its packaging. I don't know, man. My belly's starting to feel a little funky. Immediately. Yeah. That's how it works. You think it's in my head? Yes. That's not how it works. (laughs) See, I feel like like the spoiled icing hit my belly and it's having an adverse reaction. It could just be the sugar intake at this time in the morning. Correct. That's probably it. Yeah. All right, Austin, eat away. All right. Because you're not going to have a chance probably to eat a Mason Rudolph cupcake anytime soon. Or ever again. Or ever again. Fan Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. We've asked you a bunch of questions. You can react to all of them at 412-928-9370 over the course of the next hour. We're just going to talk to you. But one of the questions is, do you blame the players or coaching more for last night's loss. And I actually think you can weave an argument where you blame the players more for last night's loss. You know, Tomlin didn't fumble like George Pickens did. It wasn't his fault he fumbled. It wasn't his fault that Mason Rudolph threw an interception that could have clawed them back into the game if it had been a touchdown instead. It wasn't his fault that players were taking bad angles. But if you go game by game over the course of the last five playoff games that these Steelers have played, you can't blame each individual game on the players. Like, oh, Marquise Pouncey, he snapped the ball over Ben's head, so that derailed everything. Oh, well, they just weren't as good as Kansas City, and, you know, Ben didn't play well, and the offense stunk, and, oh, well, they didn't have Ryan Shazier. We'll blame the players for that one in 2017. It's multiple teams now, mm-hmm. and it's a habit. Here are the real statistics why I can't give my Tom a pass whatsoever, and, in fact, I want him out. 40.4 points per game allowed in the last five playoff games. Five straight playoff losses, allowing 31 or more points. This game actually lowered the average the, yeah, right. for the last five. So that ain't good. 29-plus points allowed nine of Tomlin's 10 playoff losses. He's now under 500, by the way, in the playoffs by two games, eight and 10. The Steelers have been outscored 122-47 to 47 in the first half of their last five playoff games. 23 teams have won a playoff game more recently than the Steelers. They're 3-9 and nine in their last 12 playoff games. So even if you want to say it was the players' fault that they lost yesterday, it's just the body of work now that is unforgivable, in my opinion, for Mike Tomlin. And I don't see how it gets any better next year if he's the guy 
who's the captain of the ship. See, that's kind of where I'm at as well. Like, I, you know, I, I'm more big picture and, you know, more than obviously I think Mike Tomlin is. Now, I'm not saying that he doesn't look at the big picture. He kind of has to as a head coach, but he's more in the moment. And, you know, how does this get better from this year to next year? How did it get better from last year to this year? It didn't. I mean, you brought back an offensive coordinator that was underqualified. Um, that kind of, like Brad Spielberger said, that kind of derailed your season, whether you like it or not. Like, I mean, I know you got rid of them and you'd made a move that you don't normally make as an organization, but still, why, then why, why did you make the decision of bringing him back? And now the development of a young quarterback is pushed back. You don't know enough about him. You had to use a third string quarterback. Actually, you had to use a second string quarterback that we knew what we were going to see out of him. You knew what the type of guy he is and you still rode with him. And then you went to your third string quarterback that you had played for you years ago, like, I don't see with all the things that went on this year, and let's include last year too, whenever you miss the playoffs, how does it get better? It would have been a success this year, Dorn, if they made the playoffs and lost, if Kenny Pickett was really good this year. Yes. Like if you knew, oh, Kenny Pickett, slam dunk, you've got your quarterback for the future, so what, you lost a playoff game, he's the guy. I think you got to almost bend over backwards to say Kenny's the guy now after 24 games. But at best, it's murky with him. With Mason, it's a four-game sample size whether or not he could be the quarterback next year. So the whole quarterback situation, you might even be in a worse spot now than you were coming into the year. No doubt. With no idea who's going to be the guy next season. But what we do know is Mike Tomlin, no matter who the quarterback's been, Ben or now Mason, I guess, they lose playoff games. He underachieved before. He came into this one. One of the defenses I'm hearing from Steelers fans on social media is, oh, they were a seven seed. They were supposed to lose. Well, ain't that the problem? Like, oh, oh, you're supposed to lose. So you didn't have a good enough season. If they had beat the two teams back-to-back at home that were two-win teams coming in, they'd have been 12-5. and five. They wouldn't have been playing in Buffalo. What was the Green Bay? What seed were they? They were a seven seed, Doran. Oh, oh hmm. that's, a, that's amazing. How'd they get it done? Hmm. And, yes, they have clearly found the next guy at quarterback. Obviously, that's part of this. They're also the youngest team by average age in the NFL and they beat a head coach that had won a Super Bowl, something that Sean uh, McDaniel didn't. McDermott. McDermott. Thank my God. I got <laughs> Sean McDermott's never done. Like, they went in there and they whooped up on that ass. Yep. You're allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. And they lost by double digits, giving up 31 or more again. I hope he walks away. I hope his non-answer to Brooke Pryor is because he really doesn't know what he's going to do. And I hope when he talks to the media the next time, he does have a decision. And it's to take a break from football. And somebody tweeted in, at underscore Adam Crowley, at score and Doran, well, Mike Tomlin's got 11 million reasons why he doesn't want to walk away. You don't think his ass making double that doing TV? Right. Tom Brady's making more money in a year doing TV than he made in any year in his career, I think. It's not about money for him. It's not about money. I think, it, it, and I think, and you've been on this, for a while it's about control yes it is it's it's about control and if he's stripped of control if he goes in there with his exit meeting whatever that is this week and talks to Rooney and they'll probably sit down for a long time and have a, a, a big time discussion if the notion is that Rooney is going to strip him of some control even if it's just a little bit I think that that's whenever you see it's like okay let me step back yes if they strip him of control hey we're hiring the next offensive coordinator you can't If I'm Mike Tomlin, the best thing for his career, monetarily, and for a change of scenery is you take a year off, you go, and you make a bleep ton of money doing television, and then 
you go someplace else next year, you get a fresh start, and probably get all the control. So you make more money, and you get that elusive control that might be going away from you now. I think it's a slam dunk. I hope he's listening. Mac attack in the car. Hello. I'm not going to say to all of you that I was right, but I was actually right. They got steamrolled. I mean, it doesn't. It didn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that this team was absolutely no good. And I know, Kylie, that you come from that beautiful state of West Virginia where education is probably way down on the list. Mm-hmm. But it, they're terrible. They're a terrible team. They have hey, no Mac Attack, did I not say that the Steelers were going to lose on Monday and have everyone calling me a loser and a jerk-off for bringing the mood down? Did that happen? Well, Where'd you grow well, up? You, where you didn't Friday, have your listening on, ears, huh? Oh, Friday, Friday when the game was going to be when the game was going to be played, the snowstorm with sixty-five mile an hour winds. I thought that they had a shot. Yeah. Oh yeah, they still didn't have a shot then either. They probably would have lost eight to six, Mac Attack. I'll agree with you there, but it would have looked different. Of course, it would have. It was sixty-five mile an hour winds. Also, I grew up in Mount Lebanon. Have a nice day. I mean, your comprehension skills are bad, Mac Attack. See, I, I clicked on that. I was hoping it was Chris Mack, and I was really excited that we'd be able to talk to him, but it was that guy, and he was a meanie to you're, me. You're, you're fired up. Who can I yell at next? Paul and Charlotte, hello, and good luck. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Good morning? Why is it a good morning, Paul? <laughs> I was training down here in Charlotte, too, so, well, we got the same weather. I'm what not do you gonna, got for I'm us, not gonna, <laughs> Thanks. I'm not going to say anything bad about West Virginia or Mount Lebanon, for that, you know, for that matter. It last looks like it got, the last guy kind of got you got, got you guys fired up. I am going to follow up with, I think it was Joe McKeesport a couple calls ago who's defending Hall of Fame coach Tomlin um, that they should retain him and, and blah, blah, blah. Here's what I don't get about Steelers friends. I've been watching this team for probably about as long as Joe McKeesport was watching this team. When Noel left, everyone was saying, okay, we'll never replace Chuck Noel. He's a, he's a Super Bowl winning coach, and they find Cower. Yeah, so Chuck Cowher went leave. seven and nine in his last season, and then Cower came in, went eleven and five. That's right, that's right. And then Cower comes in, and you know they lose a couple AFC Championship games. I, you know, but he finally gets them to the Super Bowl. He finally wins one before he leaves. And everyone's saying, "Oh, there's no way we're going to replace Cower. We better hire Russ Grimm, or I think it was Wisenhunt at the time they were looking at." And Tomlin comes in, and we're like, "Who's this guy? There's no way he's going to succeed." So we're sitting here, 17 years later. Tomlin hasn't won a Super Bowl in, what, 12, 13 years, and everybody's all up in arms. Oh, you don't understand how good it is to have a Hall of Fame coach, and we can't replace him, and there's no one out there nearly this good that we should bring in. It's like, guys, he's won one Super Bowl with Cowher's team. Thank you, Paul. We, we don't need the history lesson here, though. I do appreciate your call, and we get what you're saying there. What's that saying Mike Tomlin keeps throwing out there? Scared money don't make money? Uh-huh. Retaining Mike Tomlin would be scared money from Art Rooney II. Like, oh, we know what we're going to get from Tomlin. We're going to be around the thing. Maybe we get in, maybe we don't. There's going to be a playoff game. Scared money. Yeah, but I mean, what if he's okay with that money, though? That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, he does not want to see what could be moving in a different direction. Like, the only way Tomlin's not back is if Tomlin decides not to come back. Mm-hmm. Like, Art Rooney II is fine with this. He's absolutely fine with this. He said so much in training camp on Steelers.com. Mike Tomlin's going to get his contract. The timing, whatever, doesn't matter. I'm paraphrasing here, but he's going to get it. The only way he's not back is if he says, ah, I'm taking a year off. You're taking my control. I'm taking a year off. We'll see what else happens. But this idea that, you know, 10 and 7 or 9 and 8, if you're around the playoffs, in the playoffs is good enough, it sounds like it's good enough for Art Rooney II. 
and they're afraid that they might take a step back if they fire him. Well, I'm okay if next year if they if there's a new guy and they stink. They need new blood. They need a change of direction. And if that means for one year they're no good, or if you have to hire another guy after that because you miss on this guy, I'm tired of being Marvin Lewis Cincinnati Bengals, and that's, that's what, what they turned into. That's what, and, that, and that's what you're going to get. Like, that's what you're going to get. I mean, I mean, that's exactly what you're saying is this is not going to get better. This How could anybody think that it is? No clue. 412-928-9370. I am all jacked up because of Mac attack. Text line. It's brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And the Fan Morning Show is brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. Things getting quite cantankerous here. Uh, you can still call us, 412-928-9370. Open phone lines the entirety of the hour. We want to hear from you and from Steelers Nation. Right now, though, in Austin Bechtold, fan headline. 31-17, the loss in Buffalo for the Steelers officially ending the season. Steelers have not won a playoff game since 2016. One AFC title game in the last 13 years, and they haven't gotten to the divisional round since 2017. Steelers are 0-5 in their last five playoff games, allowing over 40 points per game. For more, go to 937thefan.com, including Jeff Hathorne's coverage of what Najee Harris told the media about the Steelers' culture and lack of discipline. But now, here's Doran. Whether you want a new Chevy Equinox, Chevy Trax, or even a brand new Chevy Silverado, Century 3 Chevy will make all your dreams come true. In addition to their wide selection of new vehicles, they also have a wide variety of certified pre-owned Chevrolet models. I talk about it all the time. They have top-notch customer service, and you know the jingle. Century 3 Chevrolet, Lebanon, Church Road, Pittsburgh. Check them out today. Make sure you tell them Doran sent you. Or... Go to the website, century3chevy.com. This segment brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today at awaken180weightloss.com. More of your calls on the way. Do you think Josh Allen was doing the old Kenny Pickett fake slide on that long 52-yard touchdown run? I do. I do. Who am I to argue with the former NFL guy? I saw a lot of people put that out there. I didn't think of that at the time. Upon the second, third, and fourth, and 15th watches... Yeah, I could see that. I thought he was just chopping up his feet. Trying to, to make a move. Trying like, to make a move. To but discern where he's going to go. Yeah, and even though he's a super freaky athletic guy for his size, I don't know that he's the twitchiest guy, and that kind of looked like a cut to me, but I I don't think he did it intentionally. I think he, kind, I think he thought he might slide mm-hmm. and then didn't, and then he, according to the advanced statistics, got up to 19 miles an hour. That's moving. Yeah, good luck tackling that guy at 19 miles an hour. He's a moose. (laughs) He's a moose going full speed. Are are we making this too complicated? Is it just the Steelers don't have that guy? You get a guy like that and everything changes? 1,000%. The only thing that gives me pause with that, though, is that they they weren't winning playoff games with Ben and A.B. and Le'Veon Bell. They weren't winning enough games. Like, they had a Hall of Fame quarterback. And after 2010, they didn't do jack with him. Like, you still need one, no doubt. And that's going to be the focus of the entire offseason. And, yes, it gives you a better chance. But, like, I'm not convinced that if Tomlin's back and they found the next coming, like if they found next C.J. Stroud, that all of a sudden they'd be winning a bunch of playoff games. I I just don't think I can get there with Tomlin again. Boy, what say you, Chuck in Indiana? Indiana, PA, or Indiana the state, Chuck? Indiana, PA. All right, what you got? I I think Tomlin, I think it's time to go. I mean, this uh, Saturday, 48 hours from out from the big game, I'm sitting at the casino, and the big uh, right tackle comes in and sits beside me for five hours. 
I wonder, you know, when, when's he doing the game planning and stuff for this big game Wait coming up? Wait a second. Up? You're saying that Broderick Jones sat next to you in the casino when? On Friday night? Friday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon till about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And it was Broderick Jones there, Chuck, that was sitting there. What were you, what were you playing? We were playing Texas Hold'em, and he wasn't doing too bad. <laughs> All right, thanks, Chuck. I don't think that's an issue. No. I mean, when, when's the game being played? We, nobody knows. <laughs> it was going to be Sunday at that time. Also, I... <laughs> I don't even know if I believe it. I don't know what to believe anymore. And I hung up on Chuck, and now he's calling back. Get the hint. Take the hint, Chuck. I, I mean, what does that matter? <laughs> Jake Gensel gambles a lot. A lot of a lot of professionals gamble. <laughs> Correct. Jake Gensel also was a great playoff performer for the Penguins for a while, and they don't they don't do what they did in 2018 at the very least without Jake Gensel. But that's neither here nor there. Yager, big time gambler. <laughs> yeah. Big time gambler. Let's go to Jack in Washington, PA. Hello. You sit next to any hey, Steelers at the casino this weekend, Jack? No, unfortunately, I did oh, not. Darn it. All right, what do you got for us? I'm just wondering what you guys would do with our quarterback, OC, head coach. I want to know your guys' opinions, what you would do, um, who you would bring in. I know you talked about quarterback Josh Allen just a little bit ago. Would you try to bring someone in? What you've seen from Kenny Pickett so far doesn't seem to be great. Thank you, I'll Jack. let you guys go. Thank you. I said earlier I would try to trade Kenny Pickett. There's not going to be a big market for him, but can you get a sixth or seventh round pick? I would have Mason be my stopgap quarterback next year, kind of in the vein that you had with Mitch Trubisky last year, and I would seriously consider trading up in the draft and taking a quarterback. And if Jaden Daniels were to fall to you at 20, I would absolutely snatch him up. So that's my plan for quarterback. That's kind of mine as well. I think that they definitely should draft, but I don't see Mason coming back next year. That's just me. Um, if they traded Kenny, he would. They're I not going to trade Kenny. I know that. <laughs> there, there's no chance. But the guy asks what I would do. What right. they would do, they're probably going to start Kenny. What yeah. I would do is I can't bring both of those guys back. I'd bring the guy back that in four games showed me he can play the quarterback position better than a guy who played it for 24 games. Yeah, but they're in a situation where he might not even want to come back and might take the best offer, probably would take the best offer where he's going to go and take the most money, and I don't think they're willing to match that. This sucks. Yep. They lose. This is where they're at. They get blown out, and we have no idea who their starting quarterback is going to be next year. We, we have an assumption it's going to be Kenny, but you know what that looks like? Next year, even with the new OC, it looks like 9-8. and eight. It looks like figuring it out. Like you're starting over again. You're starting over regardless. Yeah, you know less about... You know, <laughs> I think you have to really squint hard to see good in Kenny Pickett as a player right now. But if you are one of those people squinting, do you feel better about him than you did when he was beating Las Vegas and Baltimore at the end of his rookie season? Do you feel better about him now than you did coming into this year or after uh, the preseason? No. This year was such a catastrophic failure because you've got nothing to show for it. You make the playoffs, get your butt whooped. You were never in danger of actually winning that game. And you still don't have a clean evaluation on Kenny Pickett. At least the evaluation you wanted, which was that he would turn out to be a good player. It sucks. And that's their fault. Well, partially. Yeah, well, it's a hundred percent their fault because yeah. you bring in Kenny Pickett right. and you tie him to Matt Canada. Right. Like, how did they think this was going to go? That they scored nineteen points a game in the second half last year. So you think that that's the dude who's going to squeeze all the juice right. out of your twentieth overall pick quarterback? 
Like the season was a failure the moment they didn't decide to fire Canada before the year. So text us, 412-928-9370, brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Justin in Washington, he's next up on the fan. Hey, Justin. Um, my vote is to give Mason one season. Let him go in a training camp and do it. Uh, secondly, and more importantly, I think the only thing worse yesterday than our tackling was Tony Romo's man crush on Josh Allen. I think he might be the most hated person out of Pittsburgh other than Chris Collinsworth now. Well, Romo's lazy, I think. <laughs> it seems like it. Well, who knew this Jalen Warren guy could be good? That was incredible he said that. Who? Jalen Warren? He yeah. said, I, I didn't realize that the Steelers had a, had this good of a one-two punch at running back. And they didn't cover a Steeler game this year, so they that, tells you, that tells you how much Tony Romo pays attention when That's they don't really call games. That's a really good point, Austin. And as for him having a man crush on Josh Allen, man, I wanted Josh Allen to get broken in half, and yet I'm in awe watching that guy play. Yeah, he's fantastic. He is spectacular. So his best throw of the game might have been the one that got broken up by Landon Roberts to Dawson Knox in the corner of the end zone. That thing was a beaut. Mm-hmm. And Atlanta Roberts just happened to get his head around and his hand around. I don't even know if he got his head around. He got his hand around and made the play. He can make any throw on the football field. He can also run like a moose at 19.1 miles an hour. He makes it look very easy. Like he, he, He's not rattled. Like He doesn't look like he's tense. I mean, I know there's times in the season where he does forced throws, but yesterday he just looked like he was just like in the backyard playing. Agreed. He just looked like he was just backyard. He Practice. is modern, new age, bionic version of Ben. Yeah. Like you can't we saw it on the on the blitz where he shedded the tag. Was that was that Patrick Peterson? Yes. On the corner blitz. Yes. I like that defensive play call. It worked until it didn't because yeah, well, Patrick Peterson, <laughs> like he needs to know that he needs to come to balance. Like he knows that if he just runs like a just shoots that shoots the blitz that Josh Allen is gonna slide and move and, and he's gonna move out of the way. Like I can't believe Patrick Peterson out of all these years of playing didn't come to balance and actually get the sure tackle. He had to go for the thighs there. Like you can't go up high when you're Patrick Peterson size and Josh Allen is Josh Allen size. You know, far be it for me to tell you a guy how to play football, but you can't go high on that dude. And Patrick Peterson was awful yesterday. Awful. Here's Alan Saunders. He tweeted this moments ago. It's funny that, likely in part because of his own press conference, a lot of the conversation today seems to be about Mike Tomlin. What happened on the field last night had almost nothing to do with coaching. It's the it's the track record. It's the last seven years looking like Marvin Lewis. I would agree that a lot of last night was more on the players than the coaching. But when you go seven years without a playoff win and you routinely get your butt whooped in the playoffs... It's just another in line with those other games. Mm-hmm. So I can't separate the two. And I will say, the coaching was also bad. The, the non-timeout usage at the end of the first half was unforgivable, far as I'm concerned. And then continuing to run into stacked boxes when Buffalo never does that, never plays defense that way, not trying to get them out of that by throwing the ball down the field, I thought you played right into their hands. He, he got outcoached. I put it more on the players yesterday, but he absolutely got outcoached. Let's not kid ourselves here. More of your calls coming up next, 412-928-9370. Right now in Austin Beck told Fan Headline. Penguins won yesterday against the Seattle Kraken at home, PPG Paints Arena. Sidney Crosby, two goals in the 3 to nothing victory. Steelers are 0-5 in their last five playoff games. Steelers will pick 20th overall in the draft. For more Fan Headlines, go to 937thefan.com right now. Here's Doran. 
Whoever wins the big game in February gets a guaranteed ring. You know who else has a guaranteed ring? Noah Gabriel and Company Jewelers. If your fiance doesn't love her engagement ring from Noah Gabriel, exchange the ring for one she loves up to an entire year after purchase. I guarantee that you will have a great experience at Noah Gabriel and Company Jewelers. For that perfect engagement ring, visit Noah Gabriel and Company Jewelers in Wexford or Rossmark Mall or give them a visit online at noahgabrielco.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What a miserable friggin' morning. I mean, honestly. Snowy out there. Terrible. Kids' schools canceled or worse. These kids nowadays, they get remote learning. And the Steelers lost. I wish I could have done a remote show today. Sleep in my bed. That's how I feel. I think that's how all of Pittsburgh feels today. Let's check around. Yeah. How about Lori and Cranberry? Good morning. Hi. I just wanted to say that that guy is an idiot because Broderick Jones, number one, doesn't play Texas Hold'em. He plays Baccarat. Number two, he is one of the most nicest people you ever want to meet. He also doesn't drink when he's there, and he's only there when the Steelers don't have practice. Lori, so Lori, 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 you work at the casino, huh? No. You good friends with Broderick, Lori? Well, he's under Star Steeler in my phone with his phone number. I'm old. I'm 58. But I've known him since he came here, since he started, since he came to the yeah, river. Yeah, I'll be very clear on this. And thank you so much for the call, Lori. If he was out 1 o'clock on Friday playing a little Texas Hold'em, I don't care, I don't care <laughs> if he's practice. having a couple of drinks, right? <laughs> like, you have to live a life, too. Yeah. Like, it ain't Odell Beckham Jr. taking the whole team down to Florida to party on a boat like when you play, have to play a playoff game in two days and you got to put that travel on your body. Yeah, it's, it's not a big deal. No. It's funny. <laughs> like, we got we got a text here. I was at Spearmint Rhino on Saturday night when these guys who play right tackle, left tackle, left guard, right guard, center, defensive tackle, defensive end, linebacker, quarterback, safety, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end for the Steelers all showed up. Coincidence? 
Maybe if the punter had been with them, he would have played better. <laughs> oh, our punter. Oh, that guy stinks. The injured punter had a better punt than he did a couple yep. of times. Yeah, I wish we would have got a chance to see him before he got shut up to punt. Like Mike Tomlin should have used some timeouts there at the end of the first half. But there was that scared money not making money. Jim in Ambridge. You having a good morning, Jim, are you? I am, actually. Oh. Um, and I wanted to make this comment that uh, the second quarter, the third quarter, and the fourth quarter, as badly as the Steelers looked and played, they actually matched Buffalo points. I think and, you can argue that they that they played Buffalo pretty even, maybe even outplayed them in the second half. Which, I think so. But and, you dug yourself a 21 nothing hole, and this is what we talk about in terms of trends. 122 to 47. That's how much they've been outscored. 122 to 47 in the first half of their last five playoff games. You don't give yourself a friggin' chance. When they lost the Super Bowl to Green Bay, they were down 21 to 3. And if Mendenhall doesn't fumble, they could have won that game, but they had a Hall of Fame quarterback. They got down big to Baltimore the year that they wound up beating them, coming back and winning the AFC Championship. I mean, honestly, the, the more I, now that I think about it and I bring those two examples up, they fall behind in playoff games under Tomlin all the all time. All the time. I mean, that's a prepared-to-play thing, Doran, isn't it? Yes, it is. They were not prepared to play yesterday. And it, I don't care that the game was moved. That has nothing to do with it. No, it honestly, man, it affected Buffalo more. They weren't able to even go through walkthroughs or leave their houses. Mm-hmm. The Steelers got to do that stuff this week. If they weren't playing poker, Steve in Pittsburgh. Hello. Hey, man. Hey, man. Best of luck tomorrow. Oh, thank you very much, Steve. Goes routine. Appreciate it. You want to blame? I got some blame. Here's some blame. Pickens, blame, fumbling on what the third drive of the game, scoreless game. That's there's blame. Uh, They were down seven nothing, but your point still stands. Sorry, I appreciate that. Um, And then you have uh, Rudolph. He made a mistake, but I will say. That interception in the end zone may have been the best punt that we've had all year with field positioning. And as far as how do you let a team start on the 25, run two plays to Stephon Diggs, and then let Josh Allen run a design quarterback run for 53 yards. So that's Tomlin. He can have some blame. Um, And then where is he's not spying? It's Josh Allen. You're not spying Josh Allen? That's insanity. Did they spy him at all, Dorn? I don't think so. I didn't think so. I thought I saw one play where Minka came into the box and mm-hmm. it kind of looked goofy. But that's it. One play. It by my eyes. I'd have to go back and look at the all twenty two. But I'm not going to do that no. because I don't watch the all twenty two. And you don't want to look at that miserable football game. No. Again. It's no. done. We're moving on. Right? Well, at ten o'clock we'll move on. One final segment for me before I'm out for a that's while. That's crazy. I guess we can talk about that coming up next. Yes. Any parting thoughts and shots on the Steelers as well? We'll get to that as we wrap up the show before cooking, Joe. Right now, though, in Austin Beck told fan headline. Mike Tomlin has one more year left on his current contract with the Steelers, and when he was asked about his future after the playoff loss, he walked right off the podium. The Steelers, five games in a row that they've allowed more than 30 points, 30 points or more in the playoffs. It's the most in playoff history. For more fan headlines, go to 937thefam.com. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge Jeep Ram, Route 19, and Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. 
Cook and Joe are up next. Uh, this is my final segment for a little while. I'm going on paternity leave. My wife's scheduled for a C-section tomorrow. And I haven't talked a lot about it on the air. I am very nervous. Mm-hmm. Super excited, but very nervous. And the second the game ended yesterday, I cleaned up from all the fun we were having in the in the basement and all the food and took out the trash and all that. And then it hit me. Oh, dang. This thing I've been thinking about for a week, the Steeler game, to keep my mind off of all my other anxieties. Well, that's over. Yep. And now real life is here. Good vibes, people. Give me the good vibes. Yeah, you're going to have two daughters tomorrow. Well, tomorrow, two daughters. That's just unbelievable. You've been practicing your swaddling techniques? Totally forgot how to swaddle. Oh, swaddling. That'll get you. You got to learn that again. I forgot everything. I just I reread a book that I read before Nora was born. I just read it again. I guess that's what reread means. I'm all frazzled. Mm-hmm. And uh, I forgot everything. But now I remembered everything. We'll just see how it goes. Yeah, it'll go, it'll go great. It'll go great. Good luck. I shall miss you. I'll miss you guys. You'll be gone for a while. If, we'll be thinking about you. I won't think about you guys at all. If they had one, <laughs> if they had one, I'd be itching to get back. If Tomlin leaves, I'll be itching to get back. It's going to be weird, man. I'm also going to go on a social media hiatus. I, I think I owe that to them. I told them I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Try not to be in my phone all the time. But uh, you got to be excited, though. This definitely. is very, very uh, You know exciting. me, though. You know me, though. First, first is the dread and the worry and the fear about ha- making sure everything goes right. And I won't be able to be excited until I'm holding my daughter in my arms and until I know that my wife is okay. Mm-hmm. Then I'll be excited. But that's just not how my mind... Like I've, I'm much more fearful right now than I am excited. Yeah, well, it'll be okay. Everything will work out. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be wonderful. Who's covering for you while you're out? That's what they. That's what people are asking. Not not good luck. Not I hope your wife's okay. <laughs> Who's covering for you? I don't even remember. There'll be a few people. There'll be a mix and match ragtag crew with you, Doran Dickerson. You'll mm-hmm. hold down the fort. Oh, yeah. All right, oh, yeah. Cook and Joe up next. Do you think that uh, do you think that Starkey's going to play the Buffalo music just to get under the skin of Ron to start the show? I sure hope so. I'll give him a fifty spot if he plays the song to start the I show. I hope so. Because it didn't last Monday. It wasn't all that. It wasn't peaches. No, between he those was, two. Ron was not happy. <laughs> not happy. Just give it to him. Yesterday they were fighting. I don't want to. I don't want to end the show. I'm scared. If I end the show, I got to go out in the wild blue yonder. I'm terrified. I don't want to end the show. Fine. I don't want to end the show. You'll, You'll be, be good. Fine. It's not even me getting good luck. A baby pool. Best wishes, man. Thanks, yes. boys. Thank good you, Bechtold. My daughter's going to be like two two weeks younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lashing out mm-hmm. in my fear. Fan weather is brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with the great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. Still snowing out there. Looks like highs in the upper teens. Goodbye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 